0: There are many different ways to serve and be advocates, and along with the many opportunities Kaith presents comes many different experiences, perspectives, and insights. We hope to explore this idea through looking into different stories and experiences of Kaithers who had different roles of service in one event, I Am Hope 2019. I am grateful to be
1: alive. I am challenged, yet hopeful at the same time.
2: I am loving and forgiving every single day. I am purposed and
0: blessed. I am a dreamer, a doer, and I can make an impact.
2: I Am is a Kite Ateneo podcast that aims to celebrate life through actively reflecting on meaningful stories shared by members of our sector.
0: With this, we hope to encourage you to develop self-awareness through personal processing and simple conversations.
2: Because every day is a chance to learn from the stories of others and live out your own. Okay, so hello and welcome to our fourth episode of the Kaith Ateneo podcast. And today we are so grateful to have Alexis and Theo. So, just two amazing Kaithers who are here to just talk and share about. Um, their experiences and stories with us. So, hi, guys. Thanks for being here. Hi, guys. <laughs> thanks for having us. Oh,
3: thanks for inviting
2: <laughs> us. Okay. Um, so, just to start, know, and I thought it would be cool to have a super chill icebreaker um, where we're going to send you a pic and then all you have to do is react to the picture. It's a picture of you guys in a certain event okay. and then react to it and then share the Story behind the picture: so what happened, how you were feeling, and all that okay. good stuff. Got, got um, it. so all right, who right. wants to start? Pio or Alexis? Uh, it's okay,
1: Pio. I can, I can start. I can start. <laughs> okay, okay Pio.
0: you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you a picture. Um, just you can share like the backstory behind it or what was going on. Oh, okay, in this picture. Okay, go ahead.
1: Okay, so, um, I think. So obviously this is, you know, during the day of I Am Hope. And I think this was during the morning, like the very morning we got there since I think the event would start in the afternoon. We still had um a score team. We had to go there mm-hmm. early in the morning to set up with all the like all the stage, the logistics and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. And everybody had to do their planning. And I think this was like towards like the latter part. I mean, still like late a morning, pero we we're kinda you call that? Still yeah. in the midst of pre- preparing and stuff. And voila um, it was super nice, cause I mean, what I what I really like about this picture is because even not even if not you know that the car team was there yet, I think I, I think there's still some who weren't there um, in the event itself, in the preparation itself, mesmo, cause we all came with different um, cars and stuff. But, I don't know, we were just all preparing together. We were helping each other in every way we can. Like even the non-lodge uh core team officers were helping out with each other and we were just having such a good time and just making quenta along and having fun. And mm. and it was yeah, and it was really nice to, you know, to see be in the amphitheater during the event itself. So it was yeah. really fun.
2: For yeah. sure, dude. I love how you talked about everyone kind of coming together and helping each other out, even if it was beyond like their role description. Cause that really shows in the picture and in all of your faces. Um, so, thanks, Pio. Alexis, are you ready? For your pick? Yes,
3: I'm ready. Okay,
2: well, let me just yes. send it to you. Okay, there. <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> this is, like, one of my favorite it things is- from Samantha. Yeah. yeah, because I don't know. It's, it just shows, like, how genuine we are. I don't know, because we, we mm-hmm. took it it was cut like at the time that we didn't expect we were being <laughs> um pictured, photographed. And I don't know, this is this is the same as uh, the other pic. This is during the day itself and um I think early morning while we were still planning. And I think this was when we finally fixed, like, the layout of the event. Then we looked at the place and we were like, oh my god, it's happening. It's real. So, so we hugged each other. And I don't know. I just super remember that moment because, like, it just felt that like all of our work paid off in the end. Even though the event didn't even yeah. start yet. Yeah. Um, just seeing everything prepared, seeing our car team, like, having fun, preparing, like, what um Pio said. Mm-hmm. I just it just brought a smile to all of our faces and we were just so grateful for each other and for everyone there. So um, yeah, this is really like one of my favorite pictures from the event because the three of us, we would meet each other like every yeah. day and having that day finally come to life, um, that was really memorable. And yeah, I super loved Yay. it. Yay.
2: Just so just so everyone has context, since they won't see the picture, can you tell them who, who you're with? Like, who are you talking about? Oh, sorry.
3: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, in the picture, I'm hugging uh, Kurt and Hugo. Mm-hmm. So, they were my partners for this event. So, um, Kurt and Hugo were former externals, advo officers, mm-hmm. and I was the operations and procedures officers for finance.
2: Nice. So, yeah. All right.
0: I think I think it's so interesting. Like, this picture... It's so candid if you think about it. Like, you guys really weren't posing for anybody. But, like you said, it shows how genuine you guys were. Um, And taking from these were just two pictures, but you can see how many memories you guys have of it, how much you can tell just from the pictures. And I think that speaks highly of like kite events and kite in general how there's so many experiences of different people, all from just one event or all from just one singular experience or like one kite project. Um, And along with those many, many memories that kaiters make with it, there are a lot of opportunities that are open to us to serve. And you two served in different forms in I Am Hope 2019. And so before we get into anything, we want to kind of understand, like, when with their opportunities, there are reasons for how you end up there. So it could be, why did you choose to be in the position or in that opportunity, like, why... Did you choose to be where you were serving in I Am Hope? Or if you didn't choose it, it can be what events led you to do it. Like we know that sometimes Kite, it doesn't, it's like not always our why, but Kite puts us in certain places for us to serve. So just think about like why did you guys choose to sign up for that particular position or what events led you to be in that role for I Am Hope?
3: So I can start. Um, I applied for this role because I ran for the Operations and Procedures Officer. So that's an MB um, position in finance. And I saw that, oh, we have a collaboration with ADVO. And being like a non-active, freshie <laughs> guy there, I was like, whoa, that seems interesting. So that's actually one of the reasons that made me run for the position other than like it being finance because I wanted to be in finance like more than anything because I felt that I could really contribute there more than other departments because I really didn't know what the other departments did. So um, just having that avenue to parang live out ngam, like my finance duties and at the same time head the project with um, super talented people from the ADVO department, I guess that made me want to run for the position. And it was such a coincidence actually when after the MB race, um, and once we got the positions, once me, Kurt, and Hugo sat down to talk about what I'm Hope was going to be, all of us had the idea of it being a concert, mm-hmm. like, coincidentally. Like, we did not know each other. I mean, joke, Kurt and Hugo probably knew each other, but I wasn't close to them. And I don't know, just that, like, when you were like, okay, let's make a concert. I was like, oh, that was in my platform. They were like, oh, me too. So we were super happy about that. And I don't know, I, I guess I'd say it was, like, meant yeah. to be in yeah. a way, and yeah, from then on, like we just started planning, and yeah, but basically, that was my whole reason for running for the position and wanting to be the project head for I'm
0: Got You, yeah. got you. Wow, that's so interesting. How I remember also as a freshie that in 2019, finally, it was such a big deal, it was a concert. There was so much talk about it
3: mm-hmm.
0: being in a different form than it was this year, and it's so interesting to see what the backstory of that was and how it was three different whys that kind of came together to make it what it was. So that's very, really, that's interesting. I, I didn't know that was like that happened or that like between you, Hugo and Kurt. So thanks. Thank you, Alco. Yeah. How about you, Theo? What was your why or what led you to... Um, And you can also talk about like what role you served in I Am okay, Hope. Again.
1: Okay, so with regard to uh, me being a core team officer for I Am Hope, I didn't actually, like, the way... You got it. I signed up for it. it was kind of, I didn't really at first want to. Like in a sense that I was stopped by Kurt Rivera. And I think as early as I'm from July pa. Like parang, um, prior to that kasi I have never attended an I Hope event. And mm-hmm. I remember like it was just in the summer at that, some sometime in July, I just got a random message from Kurt Rivera who was the externals officer at the time with one of the project heads. He was like, hey Pia, would you want to be a Ah, uh, you got the logistics head for logistics core team officer for I am hope. Then I remember what you call it. I took some time after seeing the message to like, oh, like am I ready to commit to that responsibility? Cause um as a previous lodge head for Kai Kite flying, I know how um taxing and how much responsibilities mm-hmm. are placed into the lodge position. So I kinda had to like it wasn't like a sure like oh I'll take it right away. But I think as time went, I think what helped also actually in making me accept the position was Bea she kind of because <laughs> I think Bea already ha- had an idea that she really wanted to run I mean run sorry um go for you call that um core team also so she kind of convinced me to make sama. so that was like a factor for me also. then as I decided to find in my de- regarding my decision, I thought na maybe I would join because I think it seemed like another great opportunity to serve. And Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. serve like, and at least it would be also cool for me since I've never really participated in I Am Hope as a buddy or as an attendee before. I felt like it was a really great opportunity. And along with that, also based on my experiences of um, being in previous core teams, like I know being a part of a core team, just as a project like like I Am Hope, which is very important in Kaith, it is really also another good opportunity to meet Kaithers and bond with Mm -hmm. other officers, and which I was able to, like, I was able to meet Alco, who is my OIC at the time. I was able to make such great friends and strengthen my relationships with the rest of the core team. And I guess the, the last deciding factor for me was to, parang I kind of took it back to my Kai-3 Kite Flying Lodge head experience, in a sense Na I remember at the time because, like, how fulfilled I was na, seeing everything come into fruition, like, with, with setting everything up. And... Given that, I think that I really would want to maximize like my time as a kaytir, so I really want to feel something like that again. So I just mm-hmm. decided to go for it na lang, And despite, you know, that, um, how stressful I knew it would be, na I knew the at the end it would be worth it, in a sense mm-hmm. like I had mm-hmm. that mindset. And and yeah, and, and in the end, it actually ended up becoming more than just worth it, cause it really exceeded my expectations with how much of a great experience it was. But yeah, I mean that's pretty much it for me
2: wow that's a lot thanks for sharing guys um no don't be sorry i really like i think from the perspective you know and i we would have never known that whole backstory of how you guys got to who you are today um if we had never asked you and it just goes to show something that stood out with what both of you were saying was the importance of recognizing your why so Theo and Alexis, you both talked about how you ended up in I Am Hope, how you ended up serving in this capacity. But you also recognize how your reason for service evolves through your experiences. So your why when you first started is not the same from your why when you were, when I Am Hope actually happened. It's not the same as your why right now as a Kaiser. Um, and it's interesting to see how so many different experiences led up to that. Okay. The main thing that I picked up from both of your experiences was the importance of recognizing your why when you do anything, but also understanding when it changes through your experiences. And so that's something that you know and I kind of want to delve into a bit deeper now. Um, and we just wanted to ask both of you, what was your experience like preparing for the event? So what kind of work did you do based on your position or your role or even beyond that? And then what was the experience like? during I am hope. Um so we'll start with the two of you but then after I'm actually gonna ask Eno to share his experience during I Am Hope because the two of us were mere participants but we both took a lot and we took a lot out of it. Um, but in terms of preparation and the actual experience um from your perspective you guys can go first. So either Pio or Alexis you feel free to share about your experience.
1: Okay. Um, I think I can go first mm-hmm. if it's okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, as with regard to preparing the event, preparing for the event, and as lodge head, I think one of our, of course, like with lodge being like like the backbone of each event, like doing like the dirty work. Um, it was one of the main responsibilities. Um, and one of the first things we did in terms of preparation was securing the venue itself, which was mm-hmm. um the UP amphitheater and. That Yeah, it was kind of stressful also in that sense because if you, didn't, if you guys didn't know, there are like two amphitheaters in UP. So mm. at first... <laughs> yeah, so there are two amphitheaters in UP and we we first went with the the other amphitheater that we didn't end up using. Like we started saving serving that one, but there were so many complications with that. Then like we had to... Because um, given that it was an externals event and it was in UP, um, as lodge officers in, in securing the venue We had to go to the venue itself So mm-hmm. um, Me Paolo As far as uh And Alco Would mm-hmm. often take trips to UP Like mid-school Just to see With <laughs> regard to you're serving the venue Like we'd always go to UP Like yeah. Then mm-hmm. Yeah we and Eventually We were able to secure a venue And that Like That was Like you know One thing done Then um, It was honestly just as I mentioned a while ago, there's just a a lot of back and forth of going to UP and communicating with the front person, the point person in UP, um, who was JC. Shout out to JC because he was like the Lodge heads, uh, Lodge and Alco's best friend because we'd always communicate him with regard to the reservations (laughs) and stuff. And voila, it was just very, very technical because we had to like, um, go through, we went through like a lot of issues with regard to preparing. Like, I'm not sure if you remember this Alco, but like even like with the tents, like when we had that, te- yeah, the tents, like because I think the tents we ended up reserving were like red. Then since it was in UP, that would be a problem since red kind of yeah, represent like rally. So then we had to look for like oh <laughs> we had, we had no. to look for like other suppliers or oh like, oh uh, like oh my god, like are we sure enough like we can use this and we weren't sure enough it'd be okay. But red with the tent, like red colored tents were the only ones we had then we experienced the, uh problems with the bathroom. Because, like, I remember um, one of the main problems was that the bra- bathroom near the amphitheater was, like, broken. So we were like, oh my god, do we have to get porta-potties? And will people use that? And, like, will that, be, will that be hygienic? And we were just so scared. scared. Like, we encountered so many of these kind of issues. Then, like, even with, like, the lack of security, like, we had no security. Like, so we ended up having contingency, na parang, Um, we'll just use our lodge volunteers as security and like parang, we were just very scared, na parang, oh shoot what happens if this happens then if I'm not mistaken we also there is also concern with regard to like medical assistance like we needed first aid people to be there but since it was a hot if since I am hope was scheduled on like a holiday at that time I think like Bonifacio Day or something like there were no available health. Services, so we were just like, oh my god, just nobody get hurt or something, and we were just like very scared going into it, and of course, like the biggest thing was like, since it's in an open field in an amphitheater, we really just praying to God that it wouldn't rain. So, like, so preparing yeah, yeah. going into it, we were just very. Like We worked very hard, but of course, like it was very scary in a sense because there were a lot of things that could have gone wrong. So I think as lodge officers and with Alco's guidance, and she was my um, OIC officer in charge at that time, uh, we were just trying to do our best in terms of like making the most of what we can do and in terms of the things that we can control, in terms of making sure everything's logically mm-hmm. intact b- before, during, and after the event. Sorry, that was kinda long, but yeah, that's it.
2: No, no worries at all. Wow.
0: That's, <laughs> oh
2: my god. Crazy. You, you went on an adventure
1: over yeah. there. That's <laughs> <laughs> kinda wild. Like red tents. Red tents. <laughs> yeah, I really didn't know. Uh,
2: that's oh my god, how did crazy. you feel though? If I can ask you, how did you feel during what were your emotions? What was your headspace like during I am Hope itself? Was it stress? Was it excitement? <laughs> Nerves? Like dur-
1: during the event. During the event.
2: Yes. Yes.
1: I I guess it was just like oh I just hope another like thing doesn't come up last minute that we have to adjust to. Like oh baka they might just say something. Oh they might need this or this is bawal pala. Like cause with these like certain like the the red tents, like the payments like they were all like kind of last minute like we would think na things would settle then yun la bigla- Something would mess up, and we'd have to like scramble and adjust to it like mm-hmm. so at mm-hmm. during I am hope itself, like we were just always on edge in a sense, yeah. like but we were always prepared for anything the man I think, so mm-hmm. it kind of helped in the end, so yeah,
2: nice, I love that that. <laughs> Wow! That thank you for sharing. I did, had no idea. I don't know. If you know. I don't. Know if you know. Had an idea, but I had
0: no, I idea. Had no idea. I no idea. <laughs> I can talk about it a little later. But I swear, even down to the the bathroom. Yeah. I didn't know to, yeah, it's That was a problem. But yeah, yeah it, it intense the work that you guys do. Like every little thing yeah. has to be accounted for, has to be taken care of, and I think that's so interesting and how we well, you can talk a, a bit more about it later, but it's just like your perspective is completely different from maybe mine and ours, yeah. which is something that's yeah. interesting to look into. But how about you, Ako, You probably yeah. have a different perspective as well um, on what it was like preparing, yeah. since it was like a big part of like why you ran to be an MD. So what does it like preparing for you, like leading up to the event, and even the event itself? Like, how did you think it was going, or how did, like, yeah. on the day off?
3: I guess preparing, it was really like the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Oh my gosh. Um, Because coming from being a freshie, being a sophomore um, while I was planning I Am Hope, I wasn't exactly like that's what I said earlier. I wasn't an active guy there in my fresh year. I never joined a core team. Um, I would really do the bare minimum like join, be a volunteer in this project, um, go to this hospital visit. Uh, so, I really didn't know anything about planning projects in Kai. So, once I actually was put into that position, um, you know, I was still kind of shy. Um, I kind of relied on Hugo and Kurt to kind of guide me through the process because, you know, I saw them as, like, experienced kai Like, oh, they're, they they only know everything. Like, I, I know nothing. Um, I bet they can, like, help me. And they actually did. Um, Having them by my side, just guiding me throughout the whole process and also Ju and Freddie. Uh, so, Ju was the Advo VP and Freddie was the finance VP of that year. Um, we would have meetings almost every day. Uh, whenever we'd see each other in the kithroom. room, uh, instead of like making Quanta, we'd have a meeting. Uh, it was that like stressful and hectic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess I'd say once we got our core team, um, I'd say it became funner in a sense, like what Pio what said, because I was in charge of um, Lodge, Liaisons, and DNP. So uh, I worked closely with um, them in all of the specific deliverables they had to do, like going back and forth to UP, finding ambassadors, um, taking the DP, the DPs of the Kaithers and the ambassadors. So that was really fun. And I guess I just saw how much work people put into it. So... In my perspective, I'm like, oh, I should work as hard as them because, you know, um, I don't want their work to go to waste. And so, yeah, the planning phase of it, even though it was really stressful, I guess it made us all closer to each other, also, I'd say. Um, because from being, like, a shy sophomore, um, Kurt, Hugo, Drew, and Freddie, they became one of my closest friends, I'd say, right now. And it came to a point na parang I really wasn't talking to anyone else aside from them. Um, my blockmates would always wonder where I was. And they're like, oh, they're, she's probably with Kurt and Hugo. Like, even they would know who they were na at that point. Um, so, yeah, that was really, like, a memorable experience for me. And I guess it also makes me miss being an Ateneo. Like, those are the fondest yeah. memories I've had in Kai, Because, you know, after, like, Kai after, like, the whole day, we'd have dinner pot together, I would join, like, their ADVO meeting, so I kind of felt like I was ADVO, even though I was finance, also, mm-hmm. um, just because they welcomed me with open arms, so, yeah, that was, like, the planning phase of it all, like, in a gist for me. Um, I won't get into all the technical details because you know you might you guys might get stressed. <laughs> but, but yeah. Um super great experience though. I wouldn't um change it in any way. Um and yeah, I just really love the whole thing and that is definitely a great way to start um me planning projects because it was the first project I ever planned, okay.
2: Yeah. I love that, and I love how you talked about your how you grew from freshman year ka to second year uh, sophomore year ka because of the experiences that you that you had and the people that you rely on. I think something that um both of you kind of implicitly mentioned was nobody goes through experiences of service alone, nobody goes through understanding what it means to be a kather by yourself often. More often than not, you do it with other people and you get to know other people like Kurt, Hugo, um, your core team, Renee, Suarez, in the process. Um, but now, since we covered a lot already about preparation and the ins and outs and the things that people might not see on the surface when somebody attends I Am Hope, I think it's also interesting to get the perspective of somebody who just attended I Am Hope as, a, as an attendee, as somebody that... Who wanted to enjoy the concert and learn more about our advocacy and the sector through this event. Um, so Eno, who conveniently was an attendee. <laughs> um is Yeah, you know. so tell me like what was your experience like? Obviously you don't have experience preparing, but just experiencing yeah. um I am hope.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think I love the I am hope. Like no no lie. And it's just like Just the truth. Like, I really, really genuinely enjoyed it. And I came early also. I was there early afternoon to help, like, prepare and set up. And it's funny that you talk about, like, the tents and the venue, Pio. Because when I got there, we were, like, hanging the decor. And I was like, wow, so many tents. Like, you guys are so ready. (laughs) But little did I know it. There was so much behind that. And then when the actual... But it was so nice, like, preparing with other kiters. That's when I really met. Like I that's the first time I met a lot of the people who we closely work with now. Like, for example, like Gab, um, Eo, was that's the first time we like talked. I remember Arya or shout out to Maytan. That's where I met Maytan also. Yeah. There were so many interactions in that short span of time. Um, then when the actual event started, funny you also talk about the venue. Like it's something you guys both mentioned. Cause I was just thinking, I was watching the performances and I was just thinking, wow, this venue's perfect. Like, it was sunset. There was The sun was setting. It was, like, orange. Perfect for the name, like, the type And the performances were so good. There was a survivor, I think, who also spoke. And I was just, like, wowed with everything. It just went the way it was planned. Obviously, I didn't know what the plans were. I didn't know you guys were making trips to UP and worrying about the bathroom and, like, having meetings since maybe the start of the year. But as someone who just attended it, it was like, wow. Like, I actually just wowed. And I went home with my sister that night. And I was like, that was a really well-planned event. But it was, so many things went right about it. Like, the vibe, the performers, the titers who were there. And it was just, it makes you, it was just, it makes you happy. It's that kind of event where you just leave and you feel like you spent your time so well. And Maybe to build on that more, we've kind of established that there are so many different kinds of service that go into just one event. And there are so many different perspectives of that one event. And it's so true to like the venue in the tent, you can see how one person, like there are few people who will really like work on it and other people who just see it as it is. And so there are so many perspectives and different opportunities and experiences. But one thing maybe we all have in common is we allow these experiences to shape us and we allow these experiences to mold us into who we are as kaiters today and i think that's common for all of us so i throw the question back at you guys even you like you Arya, as well as an attendee how did that experience how did i am hope 2019 and whatever capacity you served or participated in it how did it shape you in any way how did it affect who you are as a kiter today since we all experienced it differently how did it impact you into the Alco, the P or the Aria that you guys are today?
1: No. Yes. Okay. I I I can go with the one. Um okay. so with regard to uh with I am hope, the whole I am hope experience yeah. in shaping who I am, I guess, especially as a kither. Okay. Um okay. like as simple as it seems, like as a basic but basic of an answer this is it just really strengthened my why in terms of like why I'm a kither and uh, why I chose like even it's like my uh, why in a sense no, why I chose to run no run uh run for the quarantine position and eventually even as an MB officer because well I think because context lang prior to like everything prior to I Am Hope I was kind of like skeptical in terms mm-hmm. of like I was really scared of like um as a Lodge officer na, given that this is the first time uh, we're doing like a concert and yeah How's it gonna work with like an I am hope event without any kids? like there's no buddies and stuff, so it's something completely new, and I guess when everything just came into fruition in the end and just seeing now oh, like this is why we're here, like with like um hearing um what do you call that the spoken word from the the survivor. And like dancing and singing along to the performances with my fellow Corey team. And just seeing the rest of the kite community and even other outsiders just um, enjoy themselves within the event. It just made me feel like, bang, I get so much happiness from serving. And yeah, even if I found at the time that maybe it would be would have been hard to connect to the sector given that our sector, like the kids weren't actually there. Like I just found it amazing at the end. Uh, it was through thinking of the kids and the sector, and not just the kids, of course, but like also the family, that kind of got me going, in terms of me continuing to serve, and not just also the sector, which is our primary, like you know, focus, but I guess it's also the community, in a sense, like how we were also together in terms of working with each other, communicating, and making sure that we pull off the best job we could possibly do, and even like. So, sorry, but I kind of just want to shout out to my volunteers at that time also because a lot. I think I really had, I was so blessed with the set of volunteers that I had in terms of like when they were super willing to help out in any way they can, even if I knew na because as large volunteers, they had to come really to help set up and just seeing this, their willingness just inspired me so much also in a sense na like what we do here in Kaith, is really so great and I just want to keep continue what I'm doing. So I guess that kind of um sense of like um inspiration kind of carried on to who I would eventually be in a sense Na I think it carried on to Parang when I was discerning to run as an officer for Kite. I think I just carried on the experiences that I felt um from like IT Kai flying from I especially from I am hope, given that was the most recent one. And voila, I just I think I just really carried out and strengthened my why as a kither in terms of why I serve and um, why it's so special with regard to who we serve also. But yeah. yeah, that's it for me.
0: Wow, that's so nice, Pio. It's so cool how it really has, I don't know, like a direct correlation to where you are mm-hmm. now. And I think while the experience may have given that or like provided that, it was also your reflection of it that allowed you to get the most out of that experience and how it was so impacted by the community, like the people yeah. that you struggled with in, worrying about the tents and the venues and the bathrooms. They're the ones that you triumph with in the actual day of the event. So I think that's a really cool perspective. Thanks, for That's super, super interesting. How about you, Alco? Or yeah.
3: For me, um, same with you, it really did strengthen my why. Um, also, my passion to serve because while planning, um, yeah, I mentioned how it was super like, stressful, super complicated since... Um, Kite has never done a concert before. And even on the day itself, like, oh my gosh, it was just as stressful as planning because <laughs> everything that could... Be, I, I mean, in your eyes, you probably couldn't see like the problems that went wrong with it. But... On the back end operations, like someone got lost, guys. Like, oh like a mom. My. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! When a mom was like outside parked, and then she went <laughs> to me, and she was like, "I can't find my daughter. She's not answering my phone." Oh, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, oh my no. God!" So, everything went wrong. Like rain also happened. Yeah. Like not not as strong, the man. But yeah, if you can see, like we all carry the tents by ourselves because yeah. we wanted to protect like the um, the participants there. So yeah, just thinking back about it, um, all that stress, all that complications, I guess pushing through um, with them, pushing through with it and just uh hoping to um, make a successful project for everyone there. It also motivated me to want to serve the sector more because our advocacy isn't just about our sector, but it's also about the advocates, about the people working towards our sector, and it's just really inspiring hearing like everyone talk about the event. Um, like when Ino shared how he said that I am hope was like a really well planned out project. Um, because in my eyes it wasn't really that well planned <laughs> out. But then, yeah, just knowing. Um, and a lot of people have also told me that I am hope was what changed their perspective and kind, and of it made them love the sector and the org even more. And I guess I was just super inspired with that. I didn't know how much of an impact a project could bring onto people. Mm-hmm. And I guess I saw that through I Am Hope. Um, and yeah, similar to P.O.D., that is why I decided to run for, to be an ADVO officer this year. Um, so yeah, now I'm the community relations officer um, primarily because I wanted to focus on the kite community and see where we can take the advocacy, um, see the projects that we can do to unite the kite community and eventually bring it outside of um kite the non kaithers So I guess in that way it also shaped me to be co- to become a leader because mm-hmm. prior to that I really wasn't one. I mean I wouldn't call myself a leader, but um, being able to work with such talented people like Pio. Um, mm-hmm. all the other core team and my project heads and our VPs and our volunteers um, that they were all really the core of the project and I wouldn't have done it without them, I couldn't have done it without them and I'm so grateful that I got to meet and create connections and relationships with each one of them because they really um, developed my why also, more than just the sector and yeah um, but I really loved
2: what, what both of you said because you see, and it, it ties back to Eno's point earlier, that you see how so there can be so many perspectives of a specific experience, even if that experience is something that everyone goes through, everyone goes through it in a different way. And it's interesting to shed light on just how different but also so similar those experiences can be. Um, so I was just a participant in I Am Hope. Like, you know, I just experienced it with fresh eyes on the day itself. And I think anything that you go through is very different when you're not planning it. Because you just you're just in the moment. You just press it. You just take it all in like a sponge. And for me, one thing that really stuck with me was the line that Serge Gabriel said in his spoken word, where he said, What's the most romantic person thing you can give to a person? It's every day. And that is my main takeaway from I Am Hope because even based on what you guys said, um, love and service are not defined by one thing alone, but by a combination of so many things done over a consistent period of time. Even if people don't see those things, even if not everyone will experience it the same way that you do, the fact that you experience it and give it everything that you've got, um, it shapes you and it shapes the way that you impact others. And uh, that's something that I carry with me throughout everything. And when you look back, I am hope. Like it wasn't a hospital visit, it wasn't a formation seminar or anything. But the impact was just as meaningful and it's unique in its own way. And that just goes to show how so many different perspectives. Um, when these come together, it's not about choosing which one is more meaningful, but really seeing how all of those connect to each other, just like how your story is connected with each other, connected with mine and connected with with Enos. Um, and that just ties up the whole topic of this episode because as Eno mentioned earlier, there are many ways to serve and be advocates you can find those in kaith, you can even find those outside of kaith, but each of those come with different experiences perspectives and insights that shape us shape who we serve and how how we view the world in the process so um just to tie everything together and to throw the question back to the base of listeners that we have we prepared two processing questions for people to think about so for anyone who's listening to the podcast feel free to think about these two questions. The first one is, what is your most memorable kite experience? And the second is, how did this experience change or shape you in any way? So just think about your perspective in that experience, how you felt and how it shaped you, just as I am hope was able to shape me, Eno, Pio, and Alexis in so many different ways.
0: So we'd like to thank Pio and Alco again for being here today and sharing their experience, perspective, and insights on how I am hope impacted them.
3: I am Alexis or Alco. And I am PO. And we, we are, are leaders, leaders of, of our advocacy. Of our advocacy.